Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. We're talking about Borough Beach and the brawls in Sutton over the weekend. And you heard Eamon mention uh, both incidents that happened yesterday and again on Sunday. So how do you tackle this type of behaviour? And what's the story in the beaches in your own locality, even beyond Sutton and Dublin? Tony is with us. Tony, I believe you um, you actually, you live close to Borough Beach. What, what, like, what did you see? What did you witness over the weekend? Um, hi there, yeah. Um, so... I actually took that video um, that's circulating around um, on various social media, etc. on Saturday afternoon. Um, but, I mean, it, that's mild in comparison to a lot of the stuff that does go on on the beach. Um, and it was just kind of, it's a bit shocking that it took something, you know, like that to go out onto social media before anybody really stands up and listens to what's going on. Um but yeah, that, that, that took place like directly outside our back door. Um, we're, we're lucky enough that our back garden above the, the dunes there, and um, we were having a, a family barbecue, and this all kicked off at about five o'clock. But um, I just kind of went out to, to have a look and, and to video it because it's just getting sort of getting to the end of our tether with us now at this stage. Um, it happens all the time. So it's not it's not the one-off that people think. No, 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 no. Um, and how regular when you say it happens all the time, Tony? All, all it takes is a good sunny day, really. Um, I'd say the, probably the benchmark is probably 20 degrees and you're almost guaranteed to have, uh, if not a punch-up, um, some, somebody, you know, unconscious and taken away with an ambulance. Um, you know, last year, very sadly, um, there was a young teenager who, who lost his life um, in, in the sea. Um, but funnily enough, there was no mention of the poor girl who also lost her life due to drugs um, directly outside the back of her house and we carried her out into an ambulance. Um, so it, it, it's happening all the time. Um, and it's kind of, I'd say from, from 2017 was probably when it really started to get bad. But the, the primary concern, I think, that should really be highlighted is the, the, the lack of access for emergency services you know, the, the Borough Road is quite a short road. It's mm. maybe, you know, 200, 300 metres long. And there's only an access at either end. Um, and the, the main issue is that, um, you know, beachgoers, families, you know, etc., etc., are coming to the beach and they park up along the road. Um, and once you've, you know, 100 or 200 cars parked along the road, you, you can't get up and down the road. It's totally, totally gridlocked. Um uh, so, for example, I was going uh, to the airport for work uh, last Friday and I actually had to get out after 40 minutes of sitting in a taxi and I had to walk up the road, uh, up past the dark station and I had to get a, a, a taxi from the dark station to the airport or I was going to miss my flight. And, you know, boo-hoo me, I might miss my flight. But the, the key thing is is that no, the, no fire brigade, no ambulances and no guardy can get onto Nobody the road to help. It. So I actually rang 999 at about 10 to quarter to 10 to 5 on, on Sunday. And it was just before 6 o'clock before the guards, guards arrived. And that was because the road was, was so gridlock. Um, so were you saying then then really in order to create the, well, to give access to emergency services then, Tony, mm-hmm. should should the road on good days like this, there, there needs to be some level of traffic management with cars then? Yeah. Or a cap um, on the number of cars or something if that's the case. Yeah, so I mean, you'd have to give a little bit of a kudos to the guardie. Like they get an awful bit of flack about, you know, not not coming down and you know 
they're kind of they don't have the numbers and things, you know. So when they did arrive on Saturday, for example, um, originally five five uniform guardy arrived and they couldn't do anything because they were totally outnumbered. So they just had to stand with a presence and the, the fighting kind of stopped, you know, a little bit. But they couldn't make arrests. They couldn't do anything to, to try and bring order. Um, and my understanding is that part and parcel of it is due to Fingal County Council. So whenever we communicate with the Gardaí about doing a one-way system, um, apparently Fingal have made statements and it's in their um, their uh, residential plan for the 2023-2027 uh, period that they can't have a one-way system down the road. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know who to believe now either, really, because like it's very difficult to do, to deal mm. with things all, and not, not to divert from, from, the, from the problem. But like if you have a look at Number Timber Road, for example, like there's a monstrosity of, of an illegal development that's been built above okay. an annex one habitat. But, but but even but 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 even even just to, like I suppose the, the, the issue the issue in the in the main in the first instance, Tony, is the fact that there's the like the you know Fingal County Council aren't got like the, the one way traffic is going to have nothing to do with um, the brawl that, that broke out on the beach on Sunday or, or Monday evening. So in terms of trying to I suppose specifically handle that, is it a oh, case yeah. if you're saying that these brawls are so frequent? Whenever they're, you know, it's a good sunny day. Is it just a case that there's a need for the guards down in Borough Beach? Is it as is it as is it as simplistic as that? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, like a lot of people have made very good points that if there were, you know, an open air concert on or some sort of function or you know a relay race or like the women's marathon, for example, that took place in the city on the same day, you'd be aware that there's going to be hundreds to thousands of people in a close close proximity to one another and in a residential environment. And it could be as simple as setting up um, some sort of a, you know, not, not a checkpoint, but, but something similar to a checkpoint at the entrance to the, to the beach, which would be manned by either the council mm. or a private security okay. group or by the guardie that take the alcohol and the gas canisters. Like the, 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 one of the main things is the volume of these nitrous oxide gas bottles, big steel canisters, and you see all the, the, the guys going around, filling up the balloons, inhaling them, and then they're off their head. Uh, and then, so like if that was stopped, if, if the alcohol and the drugs were stopped from coming onto the beach, you, you'd pre- soon pretty find that none of these gangs would come to the beach because they'd know that they can't bring their drugs or their mm. alcohol. And it would just revert back to, to families and, and the volleyball. You know, there's a lot of uh, team volleyball, Brazilian and French and Spanish that come out and you might have seven or eight courts set up on the beach. And it's lovely to watch. Yeah. Yeah, And that's all sort of stopping now because of this. Um, And it it is, as you say, it could be something very simple as a little bit more resources for the Gardaí to just have two or three guards that are, you know, manning the beach. Um, And particularly between from from about five o'clock, between four and five o'clock onwards, um, we we call it bone mount hour here on the road because that's when it all kicks off and everybody has to be shipped off to bone mount. Um, I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty incredible, Tony. The picture, you know, that 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 you're painting. I mean, for for people that aren't familiar with the area mm-hmm. and the scenes of what's unfolded there over the weekend, and as you say, it's a regular occurrence. Will you stay with us, Tony? Because Greg has got in touch yeah. as well. Greg is on the line, and and Greg, you also you live in Sutton too. What's your thoughts on how you deal, I suppose, with the crowds and the antisocial behaviour there that we've witnessed over the weekend? Hi, Andrea. Yeah, uh, listening to Tony there, he's, uh, I'm five minutes walk from, from Borough Beach. Uh, I'm the other side of the railway tracks, um, um, so I'm not uh, backing onto the beach like Tony is. 
and I'm learning things from Tony, even though I'm only five minutes away from him. But uh, you know, basically, what you have here is uh, th- this really has. I-, I think Tony said it there that it's really become you know an issue since about twenty seventeen. I would have said four or five years. It was a sort of an unknown beach for for a long time, visited mainly by locals. And uh, what we have now is people from all over the world uh, descending on the place, either in cars or on the dart. Now, I've I was on I've been on the dart quite regularly on a Saturday, and hundreds of uh, uh, people, young people, get off that dart carrying, uh, you know, six packs and. Uh, and whatever else, and all in a very boisterous and party humour, which is absolutely fine. But as uh, Tony said there, if you were at a, a rock concert or, or uh, some other event, it would be the security and the police would be uh, policing would be at, at suitable levels uh, to, to cope with it. So really, what we're dealing with here is, uh, first of all, just for people who don't know this beach, it's about a mile long. And it's it's sort of uh, uh, it's it 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 runs parallel to the dark line. So there's only a few access points to get across the dark line for traffic or for emergency vehicles. Mm. And really, the the beach is big enough that you could have on beach parking, like you might have, say, on the Rush South Beach, where you can just drive your car on, and there'd be three or four rows of cars. So that would clear up all that traffic because there's cars parked all over the housing estates around here. Whatever about the traffic, Greg, would that deal? Like, would how would the how would allowing cars onto the beach deal with the brawls and the fighting in the videos that we've Um, seen? True, yeah, that's fair enough. Is that Uh, just stop and drink? Is that is it just as simple as take and drink off people? I think it is, yes, because um, you know the. You can see on the dart the the party atmosphere that's uh, uh, um, you know they haven't even arrived there yet, and there's people playing music out loud on their phones and everything is uh, all uh, very um, boisterous and all the rest. And I can understand how it would turn into what Tony has just described, but it has to be better policing. Yeah. Okay. Um, this I think the the popularity and the and the density of people who are coming to this beach has taken the authorities by surprise. And basically, we need um, more police, more security, more management, and better facilities. Is it? And, is, and we're lagging behind on yeah. all of that. I well, think. well, actually, just on that, I mean, I wonder for people beyond Borough Beach and Sutton in Dublin, are these similar scenes um, to your own local area, whatever part of the country you're in? Like the the picture that Tony and and Greg have described here today, is this something that that we witness in other parts of the country? It's eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Sabrina's on the line as well. Sabrina, you you're from Port Marnock, is that right? But you regularly swim at Borough Beach. I'm a regular swimmer and I've actually been involved in getting Port Marnock Beach fully designated as a bathing area Um, and I'd be familiar with Borough Beach as well and it is something that echoes for anybody who lives near a beach Um, the first thing is they're fantastic assets it's brilliant for people to be able to come out and enjoy a day at the beach I myself before I moved to Port Marnock lived in Coolock and used to love coming out to the beach with my family and I welcome that people have that, that benefit of using the beach but I think the biggest problem that we have, in my experience anyway, is enforcement. Um, this issue that happened over the bank holiday weekend, it happened last year. 
It happened last year. So oh, we've talked about it before. It's not the first yeah, time. Yeah, this, this, this exact incident happened in, on, on Borough Beach last year and continuously happens. And we are talking about a bank holiday this weekend where everybody's, you know, it's an exodus out of the beach. Everybody has a, an extra day to take off. Um, now, in, in, as a result of some of the incidences last year, the Gardaí um, started off Operation Irene in June last year. And that operation is supposed to be a, a collaboration between the Gardaí and the local councils. So in this case, it should be a collaboration between Gardaí with Fingal County Council. And what Operation Irene was set up to, to counteract was public disorder, alcohol in public, sale of alcohol to underage people, litter pollution offences, public transport issues, water safety and traffic con- conjun- uh, you know, uh, traffic issues. So the council is supposed to look after things like litter wardens and lifeguards and, um, you know, clean up. And obviously they have some sharing traffic mm. issues from a planning authority point of view. And then the guards are supposed to be there looking at the sale of alcohol. Um, and the fact that alcohol on Borough Beach or indeed any beach in Fingal is an offence since 2002. Yeah. So you're not legally allowed to take alcohol and consume it on the beach. And you can be subject to a fine of um, €1,250. Euros. Um, now that's not being enforced. Um, I, I know I agree with a lot of Tony and Greg have said, and I know Tony and Greg will probably say the same thing. The aftermath of these days is littered with, um, you know, alcohol uh, unit um, containers mm. on the beach. You know, barbecues, which are also legal on the beach. A, a number of children in Port Marnica have burned their feet on hidden barbecues under the sand. And I think the biggest issue here is I've never been a litter warden on my beach during a okay. heavy, you know, during a busy period. So this Never. could all all help to deal with it. Tony, just on that point, what what's the story? Like, what's the, the aftermath of the weekend? What's it like there today in Borough Beach, Tony? Um, so uh, we, we've got three dogs and um, normally I bring them out for a walk for the first thing in the morning. And, and I won't be able to do that for a couple of days um, owing to the, you know, rancid chicken and meat and nappies and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lovely guy who comes in a quad from, from the council and uh, he, he packs up the bags and the bins. But he, he's he's spending his entire day now actually like picking up with the tongs and putting stuff in a bag because there's actually only four 200-litre bins in, on the beach and there's four at the entrance. So you've got eight, eight small bins to facilitate the entire beach, which is completely and utterly ridiculous, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, so uh, like the aftermath is basically you've broken glass, Used barbecues, empty nappies or full nappies, uh, human feces, underpants—you name it—it's all over the beach. I actually took 217 photographs of drug paraphernalia, uh, sanitary products, uh, human feces, etc., in a 100-meter uh, space outside right. the back of our yeah, house. It, sh- it, sh- it, sh- it should be heaven, uh, Tony, where you're, where you're living, you know, and particularly on a day like today. But but yeah. the, the the picture you paint nearly sounds. Sounds like hell, to be honest with you. It sounds pretty disgusting. But Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about the fact that uh, Gardaí were called to Borough Beach in Dublin over the weekend. This is after large crowds gathered. There was, of course, reports of a public order incident as well. And um, you heard uh, Tony a little earlier there describing the scenes and just the state of the beach this afternoon in the aftermath uh, of the last number of days. Sabrina, you're still with us on the programme today as somebody who regularly swims at Borough Beach. Like the point that a lot of the texters are making very simply is that we should just ban 
booze on beaches and enforce the fines that are already there through the bylaws. Do you think that'll help to, to clamp down on the scenes we've witnessed? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, all we have to do is look at the figures. Um, Water Safety Ireland say have said that thirty percent of um, of of you know drowning incidents have had an alcohol component to it. And I think that goes up to 45% between the ages of 16 to 24 years of age. So, I mean, that's a massive um, scientific fact um, that alcohol does impair your ability. And when you combine it with days like yesterday, you, you, you know, sun and alcohol causes dehydration. That leads to co- you know, cognitive, cognitive um, uh, impairment and, and, and anxiety um, um, as well. And the difficulty is that when people start acting, you know, not the norm and you start, you know, you've public order incidents like big balls, there's also other areas where lifeguards are put under pressure because people are taking chances in the water. And if there's a brawl going on, that's going to affect line of sight for lifeguards. And then you add in people getting injured and having to bring in, you know, other resources like, you know, the ambulance, the fire service. And it all adds up. And when you have this at every beach, you know, between, you know, in Ireland, essentially, and similar things are happening, then it puts an awful lot of strain on our resources. So I think, you know, people would like to just enjoy a nice beer on the beach. I'd be included in that. But I think in the bigger picture, we have to look at water safety and we have to look at protection. Well, I think it's the the brawl, it's the the scenes, it's the fighting and the row that breaks out. Two two or three years ago, um, I was went down late in the evening after I thought everybody had gone with my children. And I found a young girl about 15, 16 year, years of age, only wearing her bra top, on the sand, unconscious and very vulnerable. And I had tried to help her up and get her clothes. She fell over, banged her head off a concrete wall and immediately started bleeding. I had to call an ambulance. And she was left in an awful state by her friends. And for me, that was very upsetting to see as a woman um, to see, see young girls so vulnerable and to see, you know, that this is the, what, what is caused by alcohol. I also have friends who have worked in lifeguards in places like mm. Malahide who say that when, you know, when people are drinking, they're less observant. Yeah. Children end up, you know, in difficult situations going yeah. out on lilos. Or, okay, so, so it's, so it's a, yeah, the, the point is then effectively, you know, but, but we should look at ban booze on beaches and, and, and in many cases that is already the situation where you're, there's bylaws there that, that, that don't allow for drinking on beaches, but you're after the, the scenes witnessed at the weekend and what Tony described and the drink and bottles and cans today, uh, clearly, look, it's happening anyway. Sean is with us on the line. Sean, you run the Instagram, is it um, the Instagram page, the Love Borough Beach? What are your thoughts on what happened at the weekend? Um, it's it's all to be expected, in my opinion. And um, like this happens every year at this point. Like last summer's heat waves brought them in, especially the July one. Um, and groups like Hope Tidy Towns, the locals have to clean up after. Um, the people of day like this happens every summer and the council don't have to deal but the locals and it's just ridiculous from so my what's view what's the solution? Um, see there as you already said there is bylaws already um, banning the consumption of alcohol on the beach but the thing is there's no um, body to enforce there uh, uh, I like Tony's idea earlier about how was it was it Tony um, about how we could have not something similar to a checkpoint um, going through beach, but then again it's a public space, so 
there's a bit of a grey area there and people should have the freedom without worrying about that kind of thing. And um, that's what people will argue. Uh, I am somebody who has been, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like uh, interacting with a drunk uh, teenager before on the beach. And uh, see, photography is what I do. And I love to go there to take pictures. Um, I went there one bank holiday a few weeks ago. In fact, it was the June one, funny enough. Um, and he threatened me that he'll take my camera and destroy it if I don't leave here, if I don't leave the beach. Okay, so it's just in general, it's more nearly than antisocial behaviour, it's aggressive behaviour as well. So so the point is, you, you, you there should be just more enforcement then, really, Sean, on the yeah. beach. And, and like in order to do that, um, it's the guards really you're, you're talking about, isn't it? Like if people yeah. are, are not going to pay any heed to locals telling them to move on, they're probably not going to pay much attention to the litter warden. So you, you yeah. need somebody who has the powers, basically. Um, yeah. And that's the guards, isn't it? Jim, yeah, is, um, Jim is with us too, Sean. Jim, just let me bring in Jim, Sean, if you don't mind for a moment, because Jim, you live on you live at Borough Beach as well, is that right? I do indeed. I'm yeah. not going to identify exactly where I live, but I do live right on the beach. Should be a beautiful, idyllic spot. What's it like this morning? Oh, it is. I mean, it's sturdy, but, you know, between the locals and uh, Fingal, Fingal, to be fair to them, usually come out here with a tractor and gather all the dirt up and all the waste. But the problem is simple. First of all, it's due to overcrowding. There are thousands of people on the beach. Now, I'm the one who's been promoting on Twitter the Coca Cabana Sutton because I loved what was happening for years here. Slowly but surely, our beach gathered huge numbers of, I suppose, Latinos, Brazilians, Venezuelans, I know this because I talked to them. And we had volleyball pitches. We had some spectacular photographs from mm. last year that looked straight out of Rio de Janeiro. And it was spectacular and wonderful and funny and interesting and harmless and no violence. This weekend, it was so jammed. <clears throat> I was more worried about emergency services because I live in the Borough Road. It's the same road for Philip Lyon, my friend lived on, for instance. And we can't get up or down it. I couldn't get out yesterday. Now, emergency vehicles, in cases of drowning, as there was last year, we have to use a helicopter. We can't get up and down our own road. We can't get out. The police, you know, aren't responsible because I asked. There was a one-way sign on Borough Beach for years, one-way traffic, which cured the problem immediately. Nobody will put the signs back up. I've spoken, I've asked uh, Councillor Joan Hopkins maybe to look at this. But let's get back to the brawl. Yeah. It was at the other end of where I live and it looked nasty. There's no doubt about that. I haven't seen a brawl in the Borough Beach for years. When I moved out here first, there were plenty of brawls. But the cops took over. So what would happen is very simple. You go straight to the point here. The problem is drink, it's not people. Now, there are too many people for what I call the beach itself and the facilities, because a lot of them actually wrap their rubbish up in bags Mm. and leave it at the bins. They can't, like the bins are totally overcrowded. The garbage is up to the wall of the house beside the laneway there in the borough. And between litter and drink and leaving, like there's no... 
they urinate on the sand dunes. There's nowhere else to go because there's two really good toilets, but there are always massive queues for them. But to get back to the point, the brawl did not look like, let's say, a multi-ethnic brawl. They seemed to be only young white people involved, right? So let's get that right, because I know what the races are like out there. Right, okay. I have found these people, the people who normally inhabit the beach, even though there's too many of them, I found them immensely friendly and they cause no hassle whatsoever. I walk the beach all the time. I've never been threatened by anybody. I've never felt threatened. I didn't like what I saw because those brawls will attract more troublemakers. And it's a simple solution. Years ago, I don't know if they're still doing it because, I, like I said, I couldn't get it on my road. Up in Holt, they had a police car, a <coughs> intercepting all darts passengers and simply seizing the booze. If so that's it, just booze, ban, ban drink and, and that'll solve police, it. Yeah, if you yeah. police it. Now they even closed Sutton Station last year to prevent them coming down the back way. But the police haven't got enough resources to cover two stations, right? That's not their fault. So you're dealing with a simple problem that can be solved. Mm. But it needs energy. Yeah, I know, and it does, and it needs resources. Uh, Absolutely, Jim, and I I think that's probably the the only way. I think most people are certainly in agreement about that today. Uh, Keeving is with us as well, Jim. Keeving, you're in in Donna Bate. Is it just as, is is the solution to this just as simple as as Jim describes? What struck me is someone said earlier on about uh, letting cars onto the beach. Well, a few years ago, they stopped cars going on the beach, but before that, you had people would drive out from the city centre, from town, and uh, they would drive onto the beach, and then they would they would have all their stuff, their alcohol, their really loud car systems, and they would be racing up and down the beach, even while there was toddlers running around in the sand, you know, because it, it can be a very wide beach when the tide is out, you know. Mm. And then you had cars, you know, getting stuck in the sand when the tide came in. Now, as soon as they stopped cars being on the beach, uh, all these kind of people stopped coming. And now it generally tends to be families. And also, I suppose, in a way, because the uh, train station is about half an hour walk from the train station down to the beach, um, they just don't bother. Like, it's a lot easier to go to places nearer town, you know. And um, and the rubbish was unbelievable a few years ago. Not a tax even about there. that today, actually. Yeah, well, I, I went down with a couple of friends on Sunday and I was actually amazed that there was very little rubbish in comparison so it has really changed dramatically. I think it's because mainly families now and they take this stuff with them, you know, but it has improved incredibly. And it's very quiet. It's like the pedestrianisation of Cable Street. It's very quiet now on the beach without all the cars. Just more relaxed atmosphere. Is there, do, do you think, Mike is with us as well, Keeving. What's your yeah. suggestions on dealing with um, oh, look, the behaviour we've, we've seen over the weekend on, on, on Borough Beach? Well, Andrea, I was asked to go uh, for a walk on the beach um, yesterday and a suggestion said, let's go to Port Marnock or, or Sutton on the beach. And I said, absolutely not. Now, this was on Sunday, actually. Um, and I said, no, because I said, this good weather will bring yobs out. There'll be no enforcement of the laws. There'll be beer drinking and there'll be fights. So we went outside and went to Dundee and said, and very, very pleasant day. The point is that I identified that this would happen. Well, where are the authorities, the council and the Gardaí sort of rocking up after the event? The horse has bolted at this mm. stage. This happened last year, and we're still talking about it this year. No enforcement, no signs up. No arrests seemingly were made yesterday by the Gardaí. Laws were broken yesterday. Drinking on the beach, seemingly, uh, according to reports. So, I mean, there's no enforcement of the laws. There's no Gardaí. You can throw your hat at it, like. 
it's it's no look I it's it's very hard to uh, very hard to disagree with you Mike you know on on that yeah, and, but there's and no enforcement Andrea of anything I mean I I'm a pedestrian now and there's no enforcement of the reckless cycling on, on footpaths in broad daylight no lights on their bike in nighttime e-scooters going up and down with three or four runners I mean this is happening in front of Gardaí there's no enforcement so they don't want to know. Right. They don't seem to want to know. Now, if I was okay. a Garda sergeant in Rahini or out in Sutton Garda station, I mean, I'd be trying to identify a key area like a very warm day, where was there trouble mm. last year, Borough Beach. Let's identify and have people there, make sure that there's no trouble. Yeah, well, the, the guards themselves will tell you that it's it's sort of a reactionary approach rather than uh, preventative. And a lot of people, I suppose, maybe making that point just with regards to resources and, and not having, I suppose, the manpower and the personnel there to to preempt uh, the very situation, Mike, that you've you've just described. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.